Hey there, all you Musketeers. I'm Dill. And I'm Tay. And this is Diz Talk with Dill and Tay, where we discuss all things Disney, from the films to the music to the parks and everything in between. And this week we have um, a bit of a different podcast for you guys. Um, normally we've been talking about um, the Disney movies and doing reviews of those, but this week we're actually going to be talking about uh, the parks and resorts and specifically Disney World. Yeah, um... Honestly, this is going to be my favorite topic because, you know, it's not an easy one. And I say that because I just love everything about Disney. Um, And, you know, it's going to be hard for me to just narrow down specific things that I love. But um, also, you know, it's my favorite topic because, yeah, I just I I love talking about Disney. I love the parks. and Yeah. I'm going to really enjoy this one. Yeah, specifically, um, we're going to be talking to you about why we love Disney World so much. Um, what our must-do park would be if we only had one day at Disney World. And also, what our least favorite park is. Um, so, I guess to start out, Taylor, um, why do you love Disney World so much? Well, so for me, growing up, I went to Disneyland, so I would go to that park often. Um, And, you know, for me, and this also applies to Disney World, you know, what I love about it is just the magical experience. I know Mm. that sounds corny, but it's true. You get so immersed in the nighttime shows and the rides and the thrills and the food is great Mm -hmm. um the even the resorts and that experience is just wonderful so just everything about it's so immersive it's just so captivating and i think the imagineers do a great job in making you feel like you're in another world right right um i'd have to agree with everything you're saying um I love uh, Disney parks, and specifically Disney World is the park that I grew up uh, going to the most. Um, I I really love Disney World because it really feels like I'm being transported to a completely different place. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you have your Six Flags, you have, you know, uh, other theme parks you could go to, but um, it it really feels like a special experience, um, and it feels like... A, a very nostalgic experience for me. Mm. And it, it just feels like there's just something different when you take a Disney vacation, whether it's going to Disney World or Disneyland. It, it just feels like it's a, it's a very different experience than something else that you would do. Um, and really being immersed. And as you mentioned, the, um, the Imagineers really do a great job of really immersing you mm-hmm into these parks and, and, and almost making you feel like you're really not in a theme park, you know, with a lot of these yeah. attractions, really making you feel that you're literally in this world. So, um, you know, uh, a little disclaimer, I, I used to work as a Disney cast member. Um, so I really got a real um, frontline and backstage look at how the parks operate. Um, I worked at Disney World um, about uh, five to six years ago. I did the college program. Um, and worked at both uh, Epcot's World Showcase as well as uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, and just the theming that goes into these lands, um, you know, I'm very excited. We're going to be taking a, a Disney cruise next year. 
I'm sorry, not Disney Cruise. We're going I'm to sorry. Disney World. <laughs> we're going to Disney year. World. I apologize. <laughs> um, we're going to Disney World uh, next year, and uh, I'm going. Uh, I'm just so excited to see, you know, Galaxy's Edge and oh, Toy yes. Story Land and Pandora. All these things that weren't around when I was there, but even just the attractions, the attention to detail, feeling fully immersed. Um, in these lands and in these stories, um, th- th- there's really nothing like it. Yeah, and I think, like you said, you you know, you just you go to Six Flags or any other amusement park, and you kind of just feel like it's just you come and go, like you ride a couple roller coasters. Yeah, there's nothing and that's really it. special. About yeah, it. You, know, you feel like you get experiences that you could kind of get at any other place. Right. You know, it's like you go to a place like Six Flags and you feel like, okay, well, I could get this experience if I went to, like, Coney yeah, it's Island. it's like a carnival. Yeah. yeah, and I just feel like with Disney and, um, you know, even the attractions aside, you know, uh, I always tell people that I would think maybe wouldn't even typically be Disney fans. There's so many things to do mm-hmm. at Disney World and at Disneyland um, that go beyond the attractions. You know, it has some of the best restaurants that you'll go mm-hmm. to. You know, really award-winning restaurants by award-winning chefs. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many activities. There's so many bars and bars, nightclubs even. If you're a fan of food, if you're a fan of merchandise, oh my God. I mean, some yeah. of the best Disney shopping that you can do, mm-hmm. you know, at places like World of Disney. Um, and there's really just, you know, pin training. You know, when I was a cast member, there were people that would come to the parks specifically for the pin trading. That's how much they were into that hobby. So there's just so many amazing aspects to a Disney vacation and, yeah. and so many amazing things you could explore. You know, I, I feel like you could go back to Disney 15 times and still not have done all the things that is available to do. Yeah, and just to add, you know, one of my pet peeves is when people say, oh, Disney's for kids. And like, it's just, it's just, you're just disproving that point. Because like you said, there's just, there, I what I love about Disney is there's something to do for everyone, whether you're a kid or an adult or teenager, there's just something out there that everyone can enjoy. And you don't really get that at other parks. Like, you don't really get that at other amusement parks. No, definitely, definitely. Um, and, you know, I think that goes well into our next topic, which is what our favorite park is. If we had only one day at Disney World specifically, which park would we choose? This is a hard one. Yes. I really, really had to, I really had to study and sit down and write out the pros and cons of this one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and just for me personally, um, having so much experience with the parks, um, you know, just a, a disclaimer before this, I love every single Disney World park. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, for me personally, if, if I had to choose one park, it's got to be Magic Kingdom. Mm. Um, I, I can't go to Disney World and not see the castle. Um, I can't go to Disney World and not ride, you know, Pirates or Haunted Mansion or even Space Mountain, which is, is my favorite attraction, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, to, to me, it's it's the quintessential Disney park. It was the first Disney park. Um, seeing the castle, seeing those beautiful fireworks at night, seeing the parades, you know, it really just... Um, really symbolizes everything that I love about Disney. And it really, to me, is just a quintessential park that if I only had one day, I I felt like I would have to go there. Yeah, I would completely agree with that. I mean, that's the park. That was the top of my list. I mean, like I said, it's it's, like you said, Dylan, it's the OG of of Disneyland or Disney World. Um, You can't 
go to Disneyland and not see the fireworks show or wishes or like any of these shows right and, right and be like oh my god like this was disneyland for disney world for me um but you know for me you know just to kind of have a different choice right <laughs> um <laughs> if i had to choose one i would say hollywood studios yes um, yes i i love the new galaxy's edge and be quite honest with you i wasn't a diehard star wars fan growing Mm -hmm. up Mm -hmm. and before dylan introduced me to star wars yes um now i love it and now i'm really looking forward to the galaxy's edge experience she's one with the force now i am one with the force (laughs) before i was uh one with the wizards um i was a diehard harry Potter. i still am a diehard harry potter fan yes but now I've been converted. I love them both. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking forward to Galaxy's Edge. Um, I've always loved Tower of Terror, even though that ride, like, great attraction. Me out. Yeah, great attraction. <laughs> um, I would say, like, that's one of my favorites next to Space Mountain, Pirates of the Caribbean, all the classics. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to have to go with hollywood studios that that's that's a solid choice um you know seeing how much that park has been expanded them adding Mm -hmm. galaxy's edge um toy story land having Mm -hmm. been added um and just how uh just seeing the incredible development um of that park you know because hollywood studios for many people um only a few years ago was really considered a half day park you know Mm -hmm. it was considered a park that you'd go to for a few hours you know you ride tower of terror you ride um, rock and roller coaster back in the day you would go oh. on Backlot Express and then you kind of got out there you know yeah. um, now there's really so much to do and it's it's just so incredibly immersive with all the Star Wars um, elements infused Toy Story Land mm-hmm. um, so de- definitely a solid choice I forgot about rock and roller coaster I really apologize that's a yes. good one too <laughs> yes yes um yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree with that. Like, I think with the expansion of Galaxy's Edge, Toy Story Land, and, and other components to it, I think I think it really glue up, or glow up, as the kids say. It had a glow up moment. Right, right. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, I would agree with everything. Yeah, and um, that takes us into um, our final topic, which is what are least favorite park would be and again um, this was so hard because like dylan said i i love everything disney love every park but um you know this is if we only literally had one day we couldn't go to all four right right um and you know it's difficult you can definitely make a case for uh why each park is is so great um, this was, this was tough. And, and for me personally, um, the one park that I would have to cut if I was taking a Disney vacation, I couldn't go, go to all four parks, um, would be Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, now that being said, I love Animal Kingdom. I think it's a great park. I think there's so many amazing experiences and unique experiences at Animal Kingdom that you can't get at the other three parks. Mm-hmm. Um, my logic w- with this was that I can't go to Disney without seeing the castle and without experiencing Magic Kingdom. Um, 
for me, a Disney vacation is not complete if I don't go see a World Showcase in Epcot. Mm -hmm. To me, that's such an amazing experience, going to each of those country pavilions, trying some of the local uh, authentic food from those countries, um, looking at the great shops selling all uh, authentic merchandise from those countries, and even learning some things about those uh, countries' uh, cultures. Um, and, you know, another fun fact, too, is that a lot of the cast members that work in those countries um, come from those original countries. Really? Um, so that when you go know. to the Canadian Pavilion, you're interacting with authentic Canadians that are oh. working in the park. When you go to the Italy Pavilion, you're interacting with cast members from Italy. Mm. Um, so it brings just a level to authenticity that I, I think is just makes it such a... Uh, a great experience and, and, and such a, a, a kind of unique experience when you think about that fitting in with um, just the whole Disney World experience. It's, it's definitely a unique thing you can't get everywhere. Um, and then in addition, um, you know, honestly, prior to the changes, I, I might have selected Hollywood Studios for this, but mm -hmm. seeing all the renovations that went to that park, um, you know, I, I couldn't leave out my of my Disney vacation, a trip to Galaxy's Edge and a mm -hmm. trip to Toy Story Land. Mm -hmm. um, seeing how amazing that park has become and all the expansions that have been done with that park, um, I, I just don't think I could cut that park out. I, I couldn't miss Rise of Resistance or mm -hmm. going through Galaxy's Edge or even experiencing Toy Story Land. So, um, and, you know, unfortunately for that reason, um, Animal Kingdom would have to get the boot, but that is not to discredit Animal Kingdom at all. I think it's a fantastic park. I think it's the most underrated park. Um, and if you're a fan of animals and um, really just a fan of uh, themes of, of nature, and I know Disney does a lot of great work with uh, you know nature organizations and, and climate organizations and conservation organizations, looking after wildlife uh, throughout this country. Um, so really just that, that messaging with Animal Kingdom about respecting nature and the beauty of animals and nature um, is something that I, I love. Um, you know, some people can, can crap on Animal Kingdom a little bit and call it a bit of a, a glorified zoo, but, you yeah, know, but... I, I, think, I think that that's a, a bit disrespectful. I, I think it's a great theme park, but, you know, unfortunately for me, I, I would have to cut that one out. Yeah, I was I'm going to say Animal Kingdom as well. And and the whole glorified zoo thing is not to shit on it or anything like that. <laughs> but just for the sake of the argument, I'm going to say that it is like I can go to a zoo like anytime I want. I mean, New York City has some of the best <laughs> zoos. Right, so right, like I right. can I can I'm, I just say that because like I can do that in New York. Um, but that's not to discredit it at all. Um, yeah, for me, it was down between Epcot and Animal Kingdom. And I'm curious to hear your case for Epcot, why you would cut Epcot. I'm not going to cut Epcot. I would cut mm -hmm. Animal Kingdom. But, but you I, mean why, if I had a choice? If you had to go to Animal Kingdom and had to cut Epcot, what, what would your reasoning be? Um... That's hard because I, I, I wouldn't cut Epcot, though. Um, 
But, you know, at the same time, I just, I don't know, I guess I feel that if I had to go to Animal Kingdom, I mean, as someone who, like, as someone who's really passionate about, like, nature and animals and climate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, advocacy, Mm -hmm. I would have to go with that. Okay. Um, But... Mm -hmm. Again, I really love Epcot just for the cultural aspect of it all Um, and being able to try different foods from other countries as someone Mm -hmm. who loves to travel and wants to explore different parts of the world. That's what really draws me to Epcot is this this celebration of humanity. Right, right. And I just, I I mean, I don't, I kind of, I think they have like similar themes, whereas like Epcot's a celebration of humanity, but Animal Kingdom's, of course, a celebration of animals and nature. Right, so they right. have, they both kind of go coincide with each other, but sure. um, I, I, I would, I'd pick Epcot over Animal Kingdom, unfortunately. Right. Uh, um, you know, I have heard cases made from friends about um, normally when I would ask them this question, um, if not Animal Kingdom, they, they would sometimes choose Epcot. Um, You know, the argument I've heard with cutting Epcot is that um, they feel like even though um, World Showcase is is, is so great and and such an amazing experience, um, you know, I feel like a lot of people when they go to Epcot feels like, okay, well, I'm going here for World Showcase. Um, And I know a lot of people kind of feel that um, the other half of the park, Future World, is is a bit lacking. Um, yeah. You know, I, I would actually disagree with that. I, I think there's some great attractions and uh, definitely some uh, new new great attractions coming. Like, um, I know that uh, Spaceship Earth was just revamped and that they're bringing the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, there's definitely aspects of the park that, that maybe haven't changed as much since the 80s <laughs> when the park was opened. Yeah. Um, but um, that's definitely the argue I've the argument I've heard from other people um, about why they would cut Epcot because they feel like the focus in that park is, is so much on World Showcase that yeah. the, the, the future world part of the park isn't, isn't really, um, isn't as exciting Develop, for them. Yeah. Um, and also, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, um, you know, also from, from families, you know, since it's such an adult-oriented park, um, with all the you know cultural references and references the to all these different the world. <laughs> yeah all these all these um you know when you think about um the idea that the park's concept was a world's fair that that's not exactly something that you would think children would be interested in yeah so I've heard from a lot of families that they that they're okay sometimes skipping Epcot because they feel like well I don't I don't know if my kids are going to find enough things to be interested in at this park yeah and also I mean. Again, like not to shit on Animal Kingdom because it's even Animal Kingdom's even expanding with the Avatar ride. Um, yeah, and Pandora and that Pandora, whole yeah, yeah. Uh, section. Yeah. So you know, there's there's expansions to be shared around each park. But, yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, now if you were to ask me this as a kid, of course I would cut Epcot, but like, right, right. You know, as an adult who can appreciate the message of Epcot a little more, um, you know, I'd have to go with Animal Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, definitely the same. Maybe when I was a kid, I, I wouldn't have liked Epcot as much. Um, but definitely growing up, um, I, I have much more of a profound 
respect and appreciation for Epcot and what mm-hmm. it offers. Um, and that's our podcast for this week. We hope you folks enjoyed, and we'll Thanks see you next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.